Well, hi, welcome to Siren Songs, the podcast. <laughs> um, I'm super happy to be here restarting this. Um, I'm My name is Caroline. And I'm Natalie. And we're your hosts now. And today we have a lovely guest, Laurel <laughs> Hannah. Oh my gosh, stream Laurel's music. It's so great. Um, I'm so excited to talk to you today because you have an EP coming out soon, right? I do. April 29th. On all your streaming platforms. Woohoo! Pre-save, everyone. Pre-save. Pre-save that. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited to hear it all. I like Laurel and I met in a songwriting workshop together. And every time you presented something, I was blown away. So I can't wait to hear this full project. What genre is it? Who are your songwriting inspirations? That what what inspired it, I guess. Yeah, I, so with this EP, I've been playing a lot more with genre before I was kind of limited by the fact that I like was only one person playing one instrument. Um, And then with this EP, I got to work with um, the guys at Love Grove Studios, which is a Nashville based studio that's just starting up. Um, And so I got to really push the boundaries since there were so many more production opportunities available. So this EP dabbles into like, poppy dancey pop and also like indie moody synthy situation and also kind of like fully rock stuff so I'm still definitely figuring out where I fit as an artist but definitely some inspirations for this EP were Oh Wonders recent album 22 is it 22 break or 22 break I don't know um that album really inspired this EP um I'm such a huge Phoebe Bridgers fan huge Muna fan um yeah so those are some of my top of the top of the head influences for sure I love it oh so exciting um well my favorite question is our little icebreaker question um which is what is a song that you wish you had written and why oh my god a billion different I know. songs. Okay. <laughs> so hard. Yeah. Oh, uh, but the the song that comes to my head first is called Now You Know by Anais Mitchell. Uh, uh, she's a big we song. We all know. <laughs> yeah. She is like, you know, my music lately has been a lot less acoustic and live sounding than her music, but that's kind of my favorite kind of music like at the heart of it is music that sounds really alive and is really deeply personal and like heartbreaking um and so that song is just I don't know has a whole life in it and is awesome and I love it I love that we're both MT girls so Anais Mitchell is a big point yeah. for us <laughs> oh my gosh well yeah oh yes. yeah well tell us about that how did you get into music generally and, and what led to songwriting um well I grew up doing musical theater and I majored in drama in college and did a lot of musical theater classes so that's kind of how I started singing um and I've always liked to write um and then it was probably in like middle school, I started writing a ton of angsty poetry. I would, when I was really frustrated in class, I would write like slam sonnets about my teachers and Come like on, slam sonnets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was 
very nerdy and random, but I would be like so mad and there was nothing I could do. And so I would just like use the rhyme schemes and like, I don't know, really mess around with that. And that would kind of help to get out my anger a little bit. And then I think it was in high school that the moody poetry transitioned into moody songs. Um, And then I hadn't really started thinking about recording anything at all until I did um, a live show in college. I came back, I'm from the Bay Area and live here now. Um, And uh, there was one summer in college when I came back and I was like, I wanna do a show and I did. And then some family friends were like, you should record this. And I was like, okay. And uh, my family friend gave me $50 to go do a recording studio and like that paid for like one hour of recording. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And then after I did that, I started thinking about music more like as a career potential thing I wanted to continue to do. Um, And I never looked back. And so now I'm, now I'm like trying to do it. Now you're here. Well, hearing about all of your poetry and like angst and all that stuff too would you say that lyrics play a big part in your writing definitely I feel like I you know I I still struggle with lyrics obviously it's not like oh lyrics are a piece of cake but that's like where my mind goes for sure and then with the music element you know I I grew up doing musical theater and played trumpet for a minute, so I can read a tiny bit of music from that, but (laughs) I really don't have like a technical like support in the music area, which is something I really want to develop. I'm learning guitar and, but like I, with, with writing, I just feel like I have more of a range of things I can pull from really easily. And with music, it's kind of just what I can come up with. Um, So lyrics are definitely super important to me. Is that how a song usually starts for you is with lyrics? I, I was just actually trying to write a song before this. And I, what I like to do is turn on my voice memo app and then just mess around like there uh, there are like probably hundreds of minutes of voice memos of just me writing like I just like to keep it on in case something happens because I am also very forgetful so I'll like have an idea and then it goes out the window so it's pretty intertwined for me it usually won't happen that I'll come up with a full melody or a full set of lyrics without dabbling at least into the other part of it they kind of come together for me Yes. I'm always so curious to know, are you a songwriter who sits down and writes everything at once and then it's just done? Or do you enjoy working on it over time? Um, I wouldn't say I like prefer working on it over time, but that's usually what happens. Like, you know, there'll be a rare moment where I like sit down and it all happens and I'm like, whoa, look at me. But usually (laughs) much more often I like have an idea for a verse and then thinking of the chorus takes me forever. And then thinking of the second verse takes me even longer. And then I get bored and then I come back to it after like a year and I'm like, oh, what happened to that? And then, and then, (laughs) This is what I love about talking to songwriters is because I'll talk to somebody whose music I think is so incredible. And I'm like, you're just a genius. And then I hear from them about the process and I'm like, oh, it takes months for you too. Okay, good. Okay, okay. We're all on the same page. 
have to think of me as a genius anymore, Caroline. I promise I'm not. I still think you are. I'm just oh, glad that it, your genius takes a little bit of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's comforting. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about your music in particular. Um, what's your favorite song that you've written? My favorite song that I've written is probably the first song on the new EP. It's called Broken Hearted. Um, and that song was really interesting because it was like of the six songs that are on the EP, it was the one that I was going to toss because um, the other ones I was really invested in. And then, you know, money comes into it and time comes into it. And so I was like, this is the one I feel like could potentially go. Um, but my producers were kind of like, Hey, this is a good one. You should keep it. And I was like, okay. Um, and that was the first song I've ever done where the production really like changed it and made it so much better. Um, and when I had written it, I wrote it on the guitar and it sounded like almost a little country, like very like sentimental and just the strumming pattern was pretty simple. And, um, it was just very bare bones. Um, but when it got to be a song that was really based in synths and had a lot of background harmonies, it got a really different, like cool, sad tone that it didn't have right on the page. Um, and that was a really interesting experience to get to watch that. And now it's like, yeah, my favorite song probably. Love that. Did you envision it like having this whole production revolution from the start or did you just kind of write it and then it was what it was and you and you didn't know what was going to happen with it? I well in my so I have one EP that came out before this, which was just uh, like a family friend recording it. And with that, like it was literally like I, I had a, a, another family friend play guitar for me because I at that time only played um, baritone ukulele. Um, and so what you got in the end of that was just my singing that instrument, then we're done. And then with this one, like one of my producers, Sam, for that song, I sent like some references of tracks I liked and he sent something back like he, he is all over that song. His creativity really made it what it was or what it is. Um, and I was like blown away with what it became. So I definitely didn't, that wasn't one of the songs where I had a real vision and was like, change this, do this, do this. I mean, I had notes in the end, but like that was really Sam's vision that brought it to life in the way that it is. That's so cool. Absolutely. It was cool. Yeah. On your EP, I'm curious to know, what song are you most excited for people to hear? Like, which one do you think is going to be the most popular or the most relatable or the one that people just rally around? There's one um, called Lover that I spelled L-U-V-R in case anyone listening wants to search it. And I did that because I, when I wrote it in my notes app, that's how I spelled it just to be quick. And I was like, I like this. So that's how it is. And that (laughs) one is the one when I played it for people, they're like, I can't get this one out of my head. Um, And so, and I played it live um, at a show recently and got some, got that same feedback from people. So that's, I'm really excited. You know that that already came out as a single and I hope (laughs) you like it. (laughs) Um, What, I mean, 
from the EP or not, what's your favorite like single lyric you've ever written? Oh, I don't know. I'm very <laughs> self-indulgent. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I love hearing like, because I feel like I'll write a song and then I'll be like, oh, this line is the line. And then people aren't always like obsessed with that one. They have their own thing that they love. And I'm like, oh, I wish people knew my line that I liked. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess uh, there's a... There's a line in the last verse of um, the first single from the title track of the EP, which is Fall Apart, and um, the like set of lines, uh, this is when the song kind of like breaks down a little bit and gets kind of like quieter. Um, And it's, why does it feel like dying to tell you the truth? Well, I think I can trust you, but I don't have proof. Um, And (laughs) I love a gasp. My breath was just taken away. (laughs) Yeah, because that like that whole song is kind of about like finding yourself in a relationship that like checks all your boxes and being feeling really deeply insecure and unhappy and being like, oh, no, what did I do? What's wrong? Uh, um, And like just not really being able to be comfortable and not knowing why. Um, and the, the chorus of that song, which is another line I like is I never knew love would be this hard. Open me up and I fall apart. Oh, I love that. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Yay! (laughs) There's so so much weight and power in simplicity with lyrics, just something so simple like that. I think a lot of artists and like people who have written poetry, you know, we've all gone down our sad girl hole of writing stuff. That's so metaphoric and, and all these things, but just hearing about how simple the lyrics are, I find that's what, what resonates with the most people, because that's, that's reality. That's the truth. Totally. I agree. So are you, did you study songwriting at any point? I mean, we met in a songwriting class, so I know we at least have one class under our belts, but yeah. yeah. Um, I technically took one songwriting class, but I won't say where because it was not helpful. Okay. <laughs> um, that class really boosted my confidence. I think, yeah, having having a, a wider knowledge of music from musical theater and just like really listening to music all the time um, is and, and doing poetry and other kinds of writing is what has helped me a lot. Totally. Do you have any like tricks or like, I don't know, exercises or anything that you rely on if you're like stuck, if you have some writer's block, like what are your, what are your tricks to get out of that? Is it just time usually? Well, I feel stuck very often. So this is great. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Um, I, I feel like accountability really helps me. Um, so having, some sort of artificial deadline can be helpful. I mean, I'm, I'm not the best person to ask at the moment because I have found myself not writing very much at all. Um, but I really, I love a prompt. Um, that's really helpful to me. I, it's very hard to look at a blank page and just be like, write something good. Yeah. What, how? Um, and I, I, I have a very, a uh, well-developed inner critic who's like, that's dumb, that's stupid. Um, so I, I also really like writing like funny songs um, or like parody type 
songs. So um, sometimes I like want to write something like that to just get my brain in the writing mode where I am like this, I'm never going to use. It doesn't need to be good. You know, just like warm ups and things like that are helpful mm-hmm. to me. Do you find that you write about the present, the past, mm-hmm. or the future slash hypotheticals? Ooh, uh, I lately have been writing more from like imagination because not a lot's going on in my life. Um, but this EP definitely really focuses on the past. Um, cause I wrote, uh, all, all but one of the songs I wrote during the pandemic, like within the last year or so. Um, and so those were really inspired by reflecting on, um, you know, things that had happened pre pandemic that I was just still processing and you know like one of those maybe is like a hypothetical imaginary scenario but most of them are based in my own life Mm, did you find yourself feeling inspired during the pandemic or like looking back if you weren't inspired do you feel like having that time to reflect on yourself as a person and your life and as an artist that it kind of either changed your outlook or or your personal style of going about things and sharing with others? I definitely did not feel inspired. I felt like crap, um, felt so bad. And I like, I don't know if we're all the same age or not, but I, uh, was in my last quarter of my senior year of college in March of 2020. And so Mm. I I did, you know, I'm very glad that I got out of school, you know, that I only had one quarter left, but it still sucked. And like, I having to do school when the the world is like falling apart, uh, sucks. Um, and you know, it was just a depressing time. It's still a depressing time, but that was like, especially, uh, harsh. Um, so I really did not feel creative and it was actually this workshop that Caroline and I were in together that was hosted by the band overcoats who I love icons. Yeah. The best. Um, and that's what really, um, turned it around for me. Um, and that's where I wrote most of the songs for the EP was like either directly in response to a prompt for that workshop or sometime after that workshop motivated by that kind of creative boost. And Laurel, after this Overcoats workshop, which was so incredible, Laurel started a songwriting workshop for a bunch of folks from that. And we just kind of continued the work we had been doing in there. I mean, not me, I was very absent, but it was amazing to get the emails and at least see prompts (laughs) in my email inbox. Um, But I love that you just took that initiative since you were saying like, you need a deadline. Like you were like, great, I will set that deadline and bring some people along with me. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. It was such a, I really, from the Overcoats workshop, I just really loved having a community. And, you know, since I haven't done, you know, I didn't study songwriting or anything like that. You know, I have a couple friends that just by happenstance also like to do songwriting. But other than that, there was no like, you know, no one you could draw upon for for resources or advice or here's how I did this. Um, And, you know, the music 
industry is gigantic and there's there's no little holes for you to crawl into when you don't know where to even start and so holes to crawl into is a bad way to say that but, <laughs> uh, you know it's I, I just felt really supported in that group and wanted to start my own thing. So that workshop is, you know, I started it like maybe a year ago or maybe a little less. I don't know, but we're on like our third or fourth or fifth round happening now. Um, and that's been really important to me and um, really helpful. And I've met so many awesome people and it's just, it's nice to have a, a, a network and um, a group group of people that also like give you nice feedback. That was something that I, you know, you turn on your song and people are like, this is good. And I'm like, really? I'm, <laughs> I'm very private about my songwriting. Mostly I'll share it with like one or two people like during the creation process. And so being able to share more and get comfortable getting feedback and also just having people be really supportive um, has been really, really important to me. I love that. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm I mean, over here, we love, um, a self-starter and we love just All like that creating that community. <laughs> yeah. And we're, I mean, we are working on kind of a more formal, formalized community of songwriters that can like share resources and support each yes. other. I and it. I love that so much. So, well, um, I really love the whole siren song premise of like getting local artists together to find performance opportunities. Like that's something that I wish was in the Bay area right now. I'm just emailing individual venues being like, can I please do my thing here? And there's yeah. no like format for that to go into. So I'm just, I, I really applaud what you're doing. I think it's awesome. Well, thank you. Thank well, you. we're going to have to expand to the Bay area. Well, yeah. You're ambassador, <laughs> your Bay ambassador. I love it. I love it. That would it. be incredible. Well, this is sort of like shifting gears a little bit. Um, but I wanted to ask what, like, where do you get your inspiration? Because like we were ta talking about uh, writing about life and hypothetical things. Um, do you find yourself ever like making characters when you write kind of coming from like the theater world or developing like a world for the people that you're writing about or drawing inspiration from like TV, movies, books, any of the sort. Sorry, that's such a vast question. <laughs> well, that's an awesome idea. I love the idea of like creating a little universe and then just doing songs about people in that, that you're giving me a fun idea. That's awesome. Um, don't, don't give me credit. That's, that's <laughs> Taylor Swift. I mean, she did that on folklore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's really Honestly, I feel like revolutionized things, but I was curious to know how you go about that. She's if you do to me as well, um, I feel like we need a sound on the pot, like a sound effect. Every time we say Taylor Swift, that just goes like, oh, like mom, yeah. yes, <laughs> mom, goddess, <laughs> the sun herself. <laughs> okay. So the question was, where do I get inspiration? Is that the baked, the, the baked, how, however you want to, however you want to explore that. Yeah. Um, I want to do more writing that's based on like a book or a show or whatever. I, there's one song on the EP called better that, uh, was originally inspired by a TV show, um, called feel good, which is such a awesome TV show. I highly recommend if you're listening, um, Love that show. there's a recommendation bullet points are, gay 
addiction, funny, very good. Um, Everyone on it is very hot. (laughs) Um, That's enough for me to want to watch. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's an awesome show. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. And um, so that song inspired or that show inspired one of my songs um, based on a prompt in the workshop, actually. Um, And but other than that, um, usually, I mean, I kind of dig myself a hole and, and give myself like write about anything. And so that's not always super helpful, but I think I would, I, in this period where, you know, my life is in a pretty chill state and there's not a lot of like, ah, this is something I could write about that's happening in my dramatic life. Um, when, when not a lot of that is happening, I think it would be good to try writing more from, that kind of thing. But really when I write songs for my imagination, it's just like random, like maybe something in my day will happen. And I'm like, Oh, what if this, uh, happened from it? Like, like there's a song on the EP. Well, it's broken hearted. It's that one that I really like where, um, I'm giving, this is the inside scoop of how the song was written. I was going through my voicemails on my phone is always like so full so full. I never delete any messages. I love keeping my messages. Um, and I was going through and I saw a number that like, didn't have a like contact on it. And I knew immediately who the messages were from. Um, and I like, I deleted their contact, but I hadn't deleted the messages. Um, and I was like, Oh no. And then the idea came to me of what if this person called me and left a message and I recognized the number in that way instead of from me just looking at the message and that's how the song starts the first line is I knew the message would be from you even though I deleted your number um and so then that was like an imaginary thing filtered through the like experience of my real you know experiences with that person um so there's an example of like you know twisting the imagination with real stuff to create a song. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I feel like, especially during the pandemic, I wrote with my friend, Sophie, I wrote a song about Bridgerton. I wrote a song about the undoing that show on HBO. We were like, nothing's happening for us. So what's happening for those people on the TV? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I feel the same way. I have, uh, this dream of doing this collaborative album uh, with friends about like literary characters because oh, I, love it. I just I'm like an avid book reader and I always am so affected by books so it's always interesting to hear other people like diving into the world and that's like what what folklore I think was for for Taylor Swift fans anyone listening I think would resonate with that that it was like I feel like that album gave me a whole new perspective it's like listen to music through because then all these hypotheses were coming out on Twitter of like what if James was here and then this is from Betty's point of view and it's all just about like the three of them I was like oh my gosh this is crazy (laughs) I love that like the world that she created there it's just so incredible yes love it well I mean starting to to round out our our talk today Laurel what is the most exciting thing to you about songwriting hmm I guess the most exciting thing is the, the sharing it part, the like connecting with people and 
that's so cool because the other most exciting part is just like writing music is fun. I really like doing it and it's mm-hmm. cathartic and, and, and it's a, it's a fun experience, but then like the cherry on top is that, you know, and I'm not like famous, so don't get it twisted, but like my <laughs> friends will text me or DM me and be like, you know, I really liked your music. It meant this to me. It reminded me of X, Y, or Z. Um, and, you know, and I enjoyed it and and it's on my playlist. And that is so cool. Like, I, you know, if I, you know, if I had more money, I would just make music and never, like, I wouldn't have to, well, okay, let me take that again. <laughs> I, I originally wasn't writing music for anyone but myself. I wasn't planning on ever releasing it or anything. Um, and then seeing that people enjoy listening to it is just extra fun. I, this is not the most eloquent response I've had, uh, lately, (laughs) but it's just cool that people want to hear it and enjoy it and take some meaning from it. Cause you know, everyone who's a listener of music knows how special it is when you're like, you're in the car and that song comes on and it's just, it's just, music is just so special. And, and having my music in anybody's ears is special to me. Yeah. It's really exciting when there's like a community created around a song or a, you know, a project and you're like, oh my gosh, I made this thing that brought people together, brought people to me, brought people catharsis or whatever it is. It's so exciting. Yeah. Or even just like, an, like super small individual, like experiences with it as well. I really, I really value. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, um, so your EP is coming out April 29th. Yes. It's called fall apart. Laurel, mm-hmm. Hannah, um, go pre-save it, listen to it, stream it all. Yeah, I have a website as well, laurelhanna.com. And you can sign up for my newsletter there. That's my preferred mode of communication with people because it's like, you know, Instagram is weird. Facebook is weird. Email is classic. I love emails. So uh, timeless, truly timeless. uh, (laughs) Timeless indeed. Uh, Join my email list. It's very chatty and fun. Um, And you'll also be the first to hear about all all the exclusive fun stuff. Yay. And Laurel, what's your Instagram handle as well? It is my Instagram and Facebook handles are Laurel Hannah music. Amazing. Go follow, go pre-save. We're so ready. April 29th. Is it, is it midnight on the 28th? You know, I honestly don't know. Um, (laughs) probably, uh, if you look for it on the 29th, it'll be there. Can't say uh, about the about anything more specific. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the Siren Songs podcast with Caroline McQuig and myself, Natalie Livingston. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Siren Songs NYC and our personals at Caroline McQuig and at Natalie P. Livingston to stay up to date on our shows and new music releases. We'll talk to you soon.